You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 80. How do you create an engaging and meaningful marketing funnel that serves your audience and attracts clients? Well, for my guest today, that all started with a question. So let's dive into my interview with the fabulous founders of She Leads Academy. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Hey there, welcome back to another great week and thanks for letting the Marketing Funnel Show be a part of your week. Can you believe that we are at episode number 80? That is wild. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. It means the absolute world to me to know that you let me be a part of your week to share stories, advice, insights, and more. I gotta be honest, when I first started this podcast, I wasn't sure what to expect, but it's been so amazing to connect with so many of you listeners and, um, you know, just really share a lot of what goes on behind the scenes here at, uh, in my business, right? So today I am absolutely thrilled to introduce you to the founding partners of She Leads Academy, Chrissy Carl and Tiffany Green. And in full transparency, Chrissy is a former client of mine who I coached back in the like 2013-2014 timeframe as she was going through the process of leaving her job at Microsoft. We didn't know each other when we both worked at Microsoft, but we knew uh, we had contacts in common who introduced us. And after I was done coaching Chrissy on you know, leaving Microsoft and starting her first business, we stayed in contact over the years as she grew in her business, as she grew in what she was doing. And when she made a pivot in her business to co-found She Leads Academy with Tiffany, I was absolutely thrilled that they wanted to work with me on their first marketing funnel because I truly believe in their journey, in what they've gone through, in the mission, and in the purpose of their work. So let me tell you a quick bit about these ladies, about She Leads Academy and their mission. So She Leads Academy helps high achieving women define what it means to live their version of a good life and then guide them in the process of making it a reality. Chrissy and Tiffany are both high achieving women who have had to learn the very hard, sometimes painful way what it means to live their own version of a good life, because when they were ignoring it, they had all sorts of issues come up, which we'll talk about in today's show. So here's a little bit more about Chrissy. She grew up on a farm in Missouri where she developed a really strong work ethic, which served her well in her career. A few years after graduating from university, Chrissy began working for Microsoft in Seattle. She took pride and pleasure in being productive and making a positive impact. But as the years passed, Chrissy began to feel overworked and exhausted. On paper, Chrissy was succeeding professionally and personally, yet she was feeling less fulfilled and not at all like her true, vibrant, and passionate self. After a spiritual crisis and 
against all the advice of lots and lots of people in her life, Chrissy walked away from her flourishing 14-year career at Microsoft to reclaim her life and redefine success on her own terms. So she has walked her talk, what she helps people with now. Today, Chrissy is a career counselor and a corporate spiritual guide who helps others restore balance and thrive in their careers without sacrificing their personal joy. She now looks back on her personal crisis as one of the defining moments in her life. Had it not been for that struggle, she would not be able to experience the freedom and joy she does today and help other women find their own path to living their version of the good life. And here's a little bit more about Tiffany. Tiffany, uh, she became, she she had the seeds of high achieving uh, personality planted in her from a very early age. Tiffany excelled in school and she took pride in being a straight A student. After college, she began a career in marketing and viewed her hard work as the pathway to happiness and success. I can so relate to that. I don't know if you can, but I certainly can. After several years, Tiffany realized she wanted to work with and and have more of a direct impact on her community. And so she decided to pursue a career in nonprofit fundraising. Tiffany brought her same work ethic and commitment to her new career in philanthropy. Slowly, work became more and more and more demanding really at the expense of Tiffany's overall health and well-being. After an illness, which served as her wake-up call, I mean, like, it literally landed her in the hospital and she wasn't sure, you know, what would happen, Tiffany made her health and work-life balance top priorities in her life. Today, she's a coach, she's a counselor, and she's a chaplain. She specializes in helping high-achieving women find greater clarity, during life and professional transitions while creating a greater sense of balance, meaning, and connection. These ladies are so amazing and so dedicated to their mission and purpose. And I truly believe that the challenges that they faced in their own life are what gave them such commitment and such um, love and dedication to serving their audience now, to serving the people that they're meant to serve. I'm going to link to She Leads Academy, to their quiz that they've created, and um, to their website on today's show notes, which you can find easily at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 80. But now let's jump into the interview. All right. Well, welcome Chrissy and Tiffany. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Hi, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I would love for you to just take a few minutes and introduce who each of you are. So, um, you know, just say what your name is so they know whose voice goes with whom. And then I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your business and how the two of you came together and decided to start this business. Okay. So who wants to start? You want to go, Chrissy? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'm Chrissy Carl. Um, a little bit about me is, um, and actually I'll tell you how we met, how Tiffany and I connected, first of all, I guess that matters, um, is um, Tiffany and I met at the University of, at Loyola University in Chicago. We were both getting um, our master's in pastoral counseling, and we met at a professor's dinner party, and we both realized that we instantly had a lot in common. 
Um, we're both from Missouri. We're both getting our masters at Loyola. And so we instantly bonded. But then a couple of months later, we had a course together, an addictions course. And um, many of our cohorts were doing, um, were doing projects on topics such as, you know, like addictions such as pornography and different types of drugs, et cetera. And Tiffany and I decided to do something pretty unique, and that is workaholism. And Which is an addiction. It is an addiction. And, yeah. um, but it wasn't something I don't think anyone in the class had done before prior to that. So uh, we did research together. We went to Workaholics Anonymous meetings and whatnot. We, we did the project together, and we worked very, very well together. Um, and then out of that was born these conversations about starting She Leads Academy together. And Tiffany, I know you have a bit of a story here too, but Chrissy, you and I know each other um, through Microsoft Connections. So I would love for both of you to touch on why workaholism stood out because that's kind of an accepted um, addiction, right? Like it's, it's something that people sort of proudly wear on their sleeve. And so I would love for you to just give us the teensiest, tiniest background into why this was so important to you. And then Tiffany, I want you to do the same. Okay. Right. Sure. So yeah, certainly like being high achieving, being busy is glorified in our society. Um, but Tiffany and I had had unique, but similar experiences. Um, in my situation, what, what, what had happened is I was in a job that I really loved. Like a year before, I had um, I'd been offered my dream job. Everything was going well. My life was really full and abundant. I was planning my wedding. I was wrapping up my grad school degree. I was very busy. I mean, my work, my life was um, abund- full of abundance, and it was overflowing. And in, in within a few months, uh, about a year after starting my dream job, I found that I was feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I was feeling overburdened, and I started to feel resentful towards my job. And um, you know, looking back, I would say I was having a spiritual crisis. Um, some might say a midlife crisis, uh, and I also there was like the manifestation of that dissatisfaction into physical symptoms, and. Um, it took, it was one of those things where there isn't really much of a roadmap um, for getting out of that, untangling yourself um, from that situation, figuring out exactly what's going on. So you make the changes that aren't just temporary until you start feeling this way again, but really pivoting and um, changing one's life. So what I did is I I paused, I, I left Microsoft after 14 years, and I know as you know, that was a very tough decision. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone tell you, what are you thinking? Please don't do that. And then You're I, walking away from all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I know. You'll never blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I did walk away and um, I really worked on um, getting healthy, but also redefining success on my own terms and you know, reclaiming my life and um, really listening to myself and figure out what brings me joy. And mm. I will say, I mean, that was now four years ago and every day just continues to get so much better. Yeah. And I know it was a journey and um, part of the reason you and I connected was through Microsoft connections, but also um, like I was a little bit ahead of that journey with, from you. Yes. And I, cause I know for me, it was extraordinarily hard to mm-hmm. untangle myself from that 
that addiction of being busy, being needed, feeling important because mm-hmm. of the job and the work and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I can't wait to dive into that a little bit more. And Tiffany, I know you have a similar but different mm-hmm. story. So I'd love for you to just take us through a little bit about you as well. Yeah. Um, like Chrissy, I have always been a go-getter. Michelle, very ambitious, very focused. I really took pride in um, being a straight A student and elementary school, high school, and then, you know, succeeded very well in college. Um, And then after college, um, I was determined to move to the big city. And being from Missouri, the closest big city was and is Chicago. And so that's where I was going. And I was working my way um, up the professional ladder. Um, And after a few years, I decided I wanted to do something different. I wanted to have a more direct impact on my community. And I wanted to do that with my work. So um, because of my, you know, background and business, the, the place where that made the most sense for me in the nonprofit world, which is where I decided I was going to go, was working in marketing and fundraising. And that was, um, that was a dream job. I really liked being around, you know, committed, dedicated, hardworking people who were so focused on the mission. Um, and then the Great Recession happened. And, you know, just like in the for-profit sector, I know we were expected to do a lot more with a lot less. So programs got smaller. Um, My team got smaller. Our budgets got smaller. Um, And because I have this go-getter personality, um, I found myself just working that much harder, Um, going from meeting to meeting, um, you know, not taking care of myself. A lot of times I would look up it'd be like seven o'clock and I had forgotten to, to eat lunch. Um, checking emails from the moment I woke up to the, the moment I went to sleep and I had gained weight. I was drinking a little bit too much red wine. I was just not in the, the best place. Um, and my body revolted. It said like, enough. my immune system was shot. I ended up um, catching pneumonia that was not responding to antibiotics. And ultimately I had to be hospitalized. Um, and I remember lying in that hospital bed, like barely able to breathe. And I told myself that, um, I had done this to myself. A lot of the decisions that I had made, a lot of the the actions that I had taken had, you know, led me to this, this situation. And I said, if I get up and I walk out of here, I'm going to do things differently. And that's what I did. I, I, um, got out of the hospital. I started putting some boundaries in place in terms of work. I started meditating. I started working out. I started eating healthy. I had already um, decided to go back to school at this point to study counseling and divinity, um, but I was going part-time, and I decided I was going to go back full-time and um, do some consulting and freelance work on the side. Um, And at Loyola was where I met the beautiful, the wonderful Chrissy Carl. (laughs) And we bonded over the fact that we have these personalities, these type A go-getter, ambitious personalities. Um, And we also had, you know, seen the negative consequences of that. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to make a difference for other women. And that is how we decided to come together and Form she leads um, academy, and I know I've said this to you before, Michelle. But Chrissy and I firmly believe that you can grow by pain, or you can grow by wisdom. Chrissy and I definitely went the the pain, <laughs> the pain route. <laughs> yeah, and so if if women can hear our stories, they can um, see themselves in us, 
Um, what we're hoping is that they won't have to experience the pain that we did. They can learn from wisdom. Yeah. yeah. And it's so true. You know, I mean, we're three really strong, smart women. And we put aside our health, put aside our happiness, put aside sort of the things that brought joy to our life in service of success, of doing good work, of uh, approval from others. I mean, I know that's my story and I see Tiffany nodding a bit and Christy nodding a bit. So it's like, um, this is, and this is something that is not unique to the three of us, right? I'm sure that there are listeners listening to this right now who are saying, yeah, I've done the same thing. (laughs) I have a hard time putting boundaries in place or, you know, I don't, I, I go for long periods of time without eating because I'm so busy trying to get stuff done. Yep. And so that's what your work is really focused on, right? In She Leads Academy. So tell us just a kind of the high level of what She Leads Academy is all about. So She Leads Academy is really focused on helping ambitious women like ourselves, mm-hmm. um, high performing, high achieving who um, help them thrive in their careers without sacrificing their personal joy. Mm. So mm-hmm. whatever that career is, right? Exactly. Whatever that career is, it can be anything. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so let's just shift a little bit because like you two have both have master's degrees in counseling and divinity and you've really spent your, uh, the last few years, four for Chrissy. How many for you, Tiffany? Four as well. Um, you're meaning since school, or yeah, or just really focused on, um, I don't know how to help uh, ambitious, high-performing women really figure out how to create <laughs> success for themselves in in a sustainable way. Yeah, for me, it started. Like right after I got out of the hospital, I was like, I, I am going to do things differently. And I'm going to tell everyone that um, I feel might resonate with my story, my personal story. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of actually, you know, sitting down and figuring out how, you know, we were going to do this in a, um, a more direct way, probably for the last, Chrissy and I have been working on this probably for the last um, three years. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so now let's just shift a little bit into, you know, when, when the three of us started working together, we were saying, okay, we need to have a way to connect with these high achieving women Mm -hmm. and really help them see that that achievement can lead down one of two paths, right? It can lead to the burnout ending up in a hospital or like Chrissy just having to throw in the towel and walk away just to get some breathing room. Um, Or you can figure out how to create success, sustainable success on your terms. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to create a marketing funnel and I'd love for the two of you to just talk a little bit about what your goal was in, in wanting to create a funnel for your business. Mm -hmm. So our business had been growing organically um, through our different counseling practices. I focus on career job search and, and, um, and Tiffany has a private practice. And so we were, our business is growing organically. And we're having those conversations within um, our, our existing practices. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to reach beyond that, beyond this, you know, organic growth, beyond referrals, 
because one thing that we knew when we were going through burnout is that um, as much as we want to help individuals now, when we were going through it, there is this embarrassment and some shame. Like you really don't want to admit that you're, you feel like you're losing your edge, right? Um, so we wanted to be able to connect with women who didn't know us, who hadn't heard of us in a way that like we wanted to make sure that the, the message was right, that the tone was right, that um, we wanted them, to, we know that they didn't have much time to really research them themselves, but we took ourselves back to a time when we were in that phase where we just felt we were busting at the seams. And what would, what would we have wanted at that time? What would have helped us? And it would have just been to have someone in more of a confessional type of tone say, hey, I, I see you. I know you. I've been through this. Let me share. I will be vulnerable and share my story a little bit with you and give them something to connect so they don't feel as alone. We wanted our message to be real more than anything. And we wanted, we wanted to come up with an organized way to communicate with women. Um, like Chrissy said, like tone was really important to us because these are high achieving women they're successful um and you know the things that worked for them before you know are not working as well as they did in the past and so we wanted to be respectful we want to honor the work that they have done and we also wanted to um you know let them know that we understand we've been there on both sides of it we we understand from you know being professional um coaches and we also understand because we've lived this. We've had these experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And you've lived the burnout. I mean, I remember when I asked the two of you to do that exercise and I asked you to do it separately so that you weren't sort of <laughs> affecting one another's memories. Right. Um, and as I was reading through it, through each of your answers, I was like, wow, there's so much similarity here in, in your stories and in your beliefs and in what you were looking for. And it was really, and then, and then I started seeing myself in it. Like I didn't have a health challenge like you, but my moment came when I realized that my job was basically saying, choose your family or choose your job. Yep. You cannot have both. Yep. And just like Chrissy said, I was afraid of, like I was going from a high potential employee to potentially the bottom of the barrel because I had a baby. Mm -hmm. And I was, I remember sitting there and just going, I, I have to leave. Like, I can't stay here and let myself be branded with this. Mm -hmm. And, and I felt like I was losing my edge. And so as I was going through these, I, I, at points I was like having tears in my eyes because I was like, oh my gosh, I went through this, but I never had articulated what that meant to me emotionally yeah. and, and how it affected me. And so as I was reading it, I was like, wow, I, even though I didn't end up in the hospital or I didn't, you know, have to step away and take a sabbatical, um, I had those same things and I had never dealt with it. So it was, it was eye-opening for me as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And anyone who's listening to this, who's gone through something like that, and you know, you may not have ended up in a hospital or you may not have taken a sabbatical, but boy, there are things that we run automatically without even knowing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's one of those things where I feel that, um, you know, high achieving women, they're so good at what they're do at what they do. Um, that a lot of times, you know, um, 
Chrissy was saying she was starting to feel a little bit resentful. People, people started to take your talents, your ambition for granted. Um, and they reward you, you know, because you're so good at what you do, they reward you with extra work. <laughs> they know that you'll get it done. And so it's a vicious cycle that, you know, high achieving women often find themselves in. Um, and I think it's important for them to recognize when they are in this cycle, uh, potentially see what it's doing for um, um, them physically, as well as their relationships. Michelle, you mentioned like, you know, your family, that is, that is important. You don't want to be in a situation, a job where you find yourself having to make these sacrifices, having to make these decisions on a continual, constant basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and, and so I know tone was really important to you. You didn't want to go out there preachy. I mean, neither one of you are that way anyway. Mm-hmm. You wanted to go there out there as connectors. And like Chrissy said, vulnerably sharing your own journey and your own story first. And so, so that was really important because you wanted to come up alongside almost as a mentor, right? To say, Hey, I see you. I've been there. Let me show you how to get out of this. And so what kind of funnel did, I I mean, obviously I know, but I'd love for you to talk about why you chose to create the kind of funnel that we did and you can talk about it a bit. Yeah. We, we actually created um, a quiz. Are you a high-performing uh, woman spread to um, thin quiz where people can, um, women can go and they can, you know, um, answer our questions and identify their work archetype. And based on their work archetype, what we do is we, um, we give them some concrete steps that they need to take and potentially be more aware of in order to, to help support them um, in not having the experiences that Chrissy and I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the quiz, I think what's really powerful about this quiz, and I would encourage people to, to take it. I will link to it today in today's show notes. But what's really powerful about it is that it helps people identify what are the places. Because as a high performer, you don't tend to focus on the negative, right? Right. You tend to focus on what's in my control and what can I make happen. And so you kind of, at least for me, I kind of ignore the negative because I'm like, that's not, if it's out of my control and I can't fix it, I'm just going to focus on what I can do. Mm-hmm. And this quiz, not that it makes you focus on the negative, but it helps to identify like, what are those areas that are maybe starting to bubble up and maybe almost volcano up that could explode and really cause issues? Um but I, you know, that's my perspective of it. But what would you say about your quiz? I would say that's absolutely true. But also, you know, women that are in this situation, they're oftentimes moving through life so quickly mm-hmm. that they kind of detached from some of those feelings or sensations that might be happening beneath the surface. So the quiz is to give them insights into their type. So, um, it gives them an opportunity to acknowledge some behaviors or some feelings that they might have. Um, And then also um, in addition to giving them the insights, it kind of gives them like the the pros of those insights or those behaviors that they have. Like how does that show up in really positive ways in their life? But what is maybe the sacrifice? What is the con? What's the downside? Um, of some of those same feelings and, and actions that they have. But really, it's more of acknowledgement and giving them some information that might help them just be a little bit more aware of their current situation and the actions and behaviors and feelings that they're having. 
I love that. So what was your biggest concern in building a marketing funnel? I know you said tone earlier, but what else came up for you? There were a few things. Like one is we also didn't really want to come off as pushy. We wanted to engage in a very real conversational sort of way. We didn't want to be, we didn't want to be pushy. Um, we also were um, concerned about like the mechanics of this, yeah. you know, like, uh, what are the steps to be followed? Um, what about the technology on the back end? Like, okay, we understand that, okay, here are the pieces, but how do you put them together and support them um, technologically? Um, and another piece I would say is, um, you know, when we were looking for answers, like, okay, we, we know that the next step is the sales funnel right and starting the communication some sort of communi communication rhythm or a practice of some sort and we saw a few things one is that we were concerned that okay when we found someone it could be that we could be forking out a lot of money and even more so we could be um spending a lot of time on something that might not be successful on the other hand you know we found that there were some resources that might be less costly but either they were giving us mixed messages, even sometimes the same resource was kind of contradicting itself. So we, we were looking for something that, <clears throat> we were looking for a way to streamline this, to know something that this is concrete. These are the steps that you follow and you will have a sales funnel. Yeah. Um, the one that we were after. So. How about you, Tiffany? Anything else to add to that? No, I, I, I totally agree. And I, I want to say that it, it was something very empowering about being able to create a sales funnel because I, I feel like once people go through it, they understand like, oh, this is not like as mysterious <laughs> as I thought it was. This is, this is like a process and I can do this. So once you create like one funnel, um, you feel like, oh, I can do this again. You feel like, you know, um, you have the knowledge, you have the, the insights, you have the resources in, in order to carry this forward so you can build on it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was really, it, what surprised me some is that it was formulaic. There is a formula, it's clear cut. Um, I, Michelle, I saw no one else that could provide that formula until we connected with you. And we started like, okay, we can do this. This is like, this is something that we can follow. We have a framework, a structure. And it was so much easier. It really helped us clarify our message. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. And because even though it is formulaic, and yes, there are steps to take, you both like I what we spent the majority of our time on is me pushing you to be more vulnerable to tell more stories to be more of a connector and a mentor um, instead of formulate emails or videos or any of that stuff right yeah and we were we were also sometimes caught in intellectualizing yes. this because not only have we experienced it but Tiffany had spent we had, we had spent a uh, you know, hundreds of hours researching and reading on the topic. So we have language writing at that wouldn't resonate. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so that wasn't like something that was like it feel real or resonate with our audience as we wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kudos, Michelle. Great job. <laughs> and because so so you know when you when Tiffany was saying like the the process seemed like hard or mysterious or whatever. But when we, when you saw what the formula was, you're like, okay, I can do this. And then just like everyone else, like you two are not alone. I've done it myself. Lots of people do this. 
we are so caught up in the curse of knowledge, right? We forget what it's like to not have studied our subject for <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for me, so true. <laughs> yeah. For me, I forget, uh, you know, cause I came out of Microsoft and I was surrounded by marketers all the time and we had a marketing language that we spoke and I forgot that not everybody speaks that language because they don't, they're not like total nerds like me. Right? <laughs> and so it's something I had to learn from my own business. And it's something that I see over and over when people come and they're like, my marketing just isn't working. That's typically the reason is mm. that we're trying to show how smart we are. And we're yeah. trying to do like a higher level of talking and we need to just bring it down to the basics. And right. Yeah, you know, we found ourselves like using a word or a couple of words, like terms to us that encapsulated so much, but really to the audience would kind of fall flat. Yeah. You know, it really wouldn't have much meaning. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so I want to give you kudos for that because it's, it's actually hard to get back out of your expert mind and back into, okay, because I kept saying, you know, Chrissy, Tiffany. Tiffany, when you were laying in the hospital bed, what did you want? Like if you could have waved a magic wand, did you want this email or did you want, you know, like this story? And you're yeah. like, the story. Yes, definitely the story. <laughs> so that, that's, that's amazing. So, um, you know, as you, as you went through and built it, you know, aside from me, <laughs> pushing you to be more vulnerable. Um, what were some of your other um, concerns? Like I know, Chris, you mentioned tech. Did you ultimately figure out a way around it? Uh, we did with your help. I mean, you definitely pointed us to some great resources. Also, we have Tiffany, who <laughs> is also our CTO. Yes. So um, she, <laughs> I worked at Microsoft. She worked at nonprofit. She's the CTO. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, she really pieced all that together for us and the two of you together with, you really pointed us to, you know, we would say like what we were looking for, you were helping, helping to shortlist, like instead of having like three different platforms of tools to use based on what we were looking for, you were able to help us identify the one that was the best selection for us. Yeah. And once you got it set up, I mean, Tiffany as the CTO, now that you've gotten it set up. Um, is it pretty simple to run? It is very simple to run. It is, it is so turnkey. Um, we just love having it. Like sometimes I'll just look at the, the quiz and I'll just be like so proud that, you know, <laughs> that, we, that we did this. And I'm, I've been sharing it, you know, with friends and family, like, you know, take our quiz, like, you know, learn more about yourself. So it's been really an opportunity to, to have these conversations, um, with, with women, um, just continue the, the organic growth that we were um, experiencing before, but, but having an opportunity to, to reach larger numbers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what was the biggest aha that you had in going through and building your first funnel? For me, I think I've kind of said this already, but it was just really, once you have the framework and formula, it's relatively easy. Yes, you have to put in the work, you have to reflect more, you have to get back in that mindset. But, um, but yeah, actually, it was, it was quite easy. And I really do feel like we can do another one and another one like yeah. we have, it's not just that we did it, but we really learned how to do it. 
Yeah. yeah, you you'll become addicts, and just <laughs> just so everybody knows, personal addicts. Yeah, I mean, Tiffany, you had a bit of a marketing background, yeah. marketing and fundraising, but Chrissy, your mark your background was not in marketing, right? Uh, not so much. I was more in sales. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so this isn't like you don't have to be a marketing genius. What else mm-hmm. do you have to put in there for an aha, Tiffany? I think. Um... Like my biggest aha, I just, just to echo, you know, with what Chrissy said, it, it was very easy. Like the, the, the work that we had to, to put in in order to get to the point where we were ready to start our funnel were, um, it was critical information that Chrissy and I, you know, we dissected and we massaged and, you know, we did research. But after we, you know, had done all of that background work, we were able to get our funnel up in two weeks. Like, it took us a while to get to that point. But, you know, with your support, Michelle, we were able to knock it out, get all of our emails written, do all the technology in in two weeks. So we were really pleased about having that opportunity to do that so quickly. Yeah. And like Chrissy says, now you don't need me anymore. You guys are (laughs) off and running and you know, once you know what the end result is, you just back into, okay, how do I connect with them and engage them through? Right. And, um, and now the technology stuff is gone. And just so people know, what did you end up using for your quiz platform? We used um, lead quizzes. Okay. So just like me, Mm -hmm. uh, because I know we were talking about a few things. And then what did you use for your, for your emails, for your autoresponders? Uh, ConvertKit. ConvertKit is so amazing. You know, I use um, ActiveCampaign now because I like to do a little more like fancier Mm -hmm. stuff. But ConvertKit, I was on that for probably two and a half years or so. It's an amazing system, and it is so simple to use once you get in there. Um, and it really makes it, I don't know, it, it just makes it easy to stay connected with your people. Mm-hmm. We it really is. like the flexibility that it gave us. Yeah, yeah. Any other technology that, you're, that we're forgetting about? I'm trying to think. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I think we had, I think we had played around with, you know, investigating some other solutions, but uh, those two were the ones that worked best for us. That's great. Mm-hmm. So it, it made it really simple. Cause I know that was a question that kept coming up and I kept saying, just focus on the <laughs> Yes. I promise it's easy once we get I know. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks, Michelle. I remember that. <laughs> so now I know Tiffany said she's been out sharing it with friends and family, but I'd love to know now that you have this funnel in place and you have your quiz and it's a great way to engage people. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about driving traffic to it? You know, I thought it would be a lot easier. We both did. We, I mean, it's like, to me, a lot more difficult than it actually was. Um, but in fact, it's been, it's been quite easy. It's felt very natural um, because part of it, I think, is that the language that we have within the quiz, and we have such faith in it that it's just the right thing for um, the women who are going through burnout right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's natural to just share it, right? It's yeah. natural. And, you know, and it's, it's been proven by, you know, the number of discovery calls and also just the responses, you know, people will respond back to those emails and say, you know, make some comments and you know that like, okay, we're connecting, this is meaningful. And so that's what we were looking for. Um, 
so we feel like there are so many opportunities. There's so many, um, there's so much coming out right now about burnout. You can tell just the trends are there's not necessarily the solution part, but just the people are vocalizing more about not just work-life balance, but work-life integration or the word burnout is popping out, popping up more. Yeah. Um, so there are opportunities that we just see that it just feels very natural to put it out there and to be able to frame it in a number of different ways that it might seem like just semantics, but to the person on the other end, it's pretty significant in the kind of language that we're using to, pre to present it. It's very personal because I know the two of you share really personal stories throughout it. So even though, like we said, even though it's a system, mm -hmm. it was created with the intention of basically standing in for you, Chrissy, having a one-on-one -on -one conversation or you, Tiffany, having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Um, so the emails are written in that way and everything is just, it feels like almost like you found a friend that understands what yeah. you do or yeah. what you're going through, right? Yeah. yeah, that you're not alone, that you're not yeah. isolated. Someone is there with you. They're kind of, they've been on the journey and the way in which they're talking with you or talking to you is that they feel like you are on it with them. And that it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. There's light at the end of the tunnel Absolutely. and I can help you get there faster. Yeah. Yep. I think when Chrissy and I started the, the funnel, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, is that we were really concerned about the tone because we didn't want women to feel um, judged or shamed. And I am proud to say that I think we, we nailed it. We <laughs> did. With we did. your help, Michelle, we nailed it. Yeah, well, it, I mean, all I did was push you to be more vulnerable. Like the two of you really reached deep and really made sure that you were personally reflective so that we could bring all that goodness out. And so that's really a testament to your love and intention behind this work that you're doing, because you just kept saying, we, we want to make sure the tone is right. And so I just kept saying, okay, let's go deeper. Like let's pull out more stories. Yeah. And I think just together with the work that you two were willing to do, it's really serving your audience well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And, and I so, just want to I just want to say, Michelle, that I, I want to give you kudos because you helped Chrissy and I um, walk our talk because, you know, we want women to, you know, connect with us and be open and be vulnerable about the situations that they're facing. Um, and just working with you, you know, Chrissy and I recognize that we had to, you know, take a lead in, you know, doing that ourselves if we, you know, wanted to, you know, make sure other women knew that we were we were the right people, we were safe, we could hear their stories, we could support them. So I just want to, to recognize you for helping us do that. Oh, yeah. thank you. And, you know, and I'll add on to that because, you know, I think that, you know, I, I agree with everything that Tiffany said, but um, yeah, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I like, I so appreciate everything that you've all said so far and just sharing your journey of going through this, even if people don't see themselves in that burnout phase right now, I'm sure they know somebody that they could share this with, but also, um, for any business owner, no matter what your business is, the more you can get into why you're called to do this business and share kind of your journey and really get back to that place 
where this became really important to you, I think the better your marketing is going to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, when we were looking for a solution, Michelle, like, you know, we had faith in ourselves. We didn't know if we had like, we had all the pieces. We knew we had the solution, but how to put it together into this funnel. And we had, we had faith in ourselves, but we knew we needed some sort of framework, but we had faith in you because I had worked with you before. And one thing that we knew is that I knew and Tiffany soon discovered also yes. found to be true is that you cared about our business. Like you care about your business, but also you care about the people that we want to help the people that we want to serve I mean you really connected with that and you got it and so you know working with you that made it very easy knowing that not only were you very competent but that you really had the desire to serve and to be helpful and you know our clients don't have much time um, we felt like we wanted to really push and get to them as soon as possible. So instead of like spending weeks and months on building a sales funnel, we wanted to do what we really wanted to be doing. And that is helping women through their burnout and get to, you know, the greener side of life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. And it's not just, you know, the, yes, we worked together before, um, uh, you were one of the coaching clients that I worked with when I was helping people figure out how to leave corporate and start their own business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you came back when I pivoted my business, which was awesome. Um, but it's true. I mean, I really see my role in helping people. And yes, it's through marketing funnels, but <laughs> I really see my role in helping you get anchored in the impact and difference that you can make. Like, I don't feel like anyone is called to have a business. Um, I, I, people who have purpose like you two and pe- like all the people that I work with, I don't feel that we're called to have our own business because this is a tough road to go. This is not my paycheck shows up twice a month in my mm-hmm. bank account, regardless of what I do sort of thing. This is work and it is a work of love and it is a work of purpose. And I feel like my job is to help you take your good intentions and your love of the work and really put it into a system that allows you to connect with people so that you can have that impact. And so thank you for saying that because that's really what my purpose is. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so for the two of you, if you were to talk to a friend, who, you know, maybe was in your role where they're like, we have this great program. We just need to figure out how to connect with the right people. What would you say to them about, um, you know, working with me, build your funnel bootcamp or, or really, um, just thinking about a marketing funnel in general, especially if they're worried about the tech. Yes. I would say, I would see, I would say, go talk to Michelle. She can help you. She can support you. She has the knowledge. She um, is encouraging. She cares about, you know, your business and wants you to be successful. Um, just, just don't, don't concern yourself about other people. Go talk to Michelle. <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. Yeah, just do it. Just yeah, do it. Because do you it. are, you are one-stop shop. I mean, you're doing the A to Z, the comprehensive. It's thorough. Um, you are training your clients to do it for themselves. Yep. I want um, you to feel t- 
totally empowered to go and make 15 more funnels. (laughs) And, you know, and we walk away with confidence, really confident in the funnel that we've come up with. It wasn't like we were like, oh, is this going to work? How is this, you know, is it going to flop? We had, we, we worked out with a lot of confidence and really we've made minor, minor edits, minor, um, since we went live. Um, so yeah, I would just say really do it and really beyond even creating the funnel itself and learning how to create a funnel and implement it and start to see results and grow your business. But there are these other unexpected benefits Mm -hmm. about us. Like Tiffany, I had this so much knowledge and then we had the experience, but how do we just kind of, we would go to boil it down and we would boil it down to where it really wouldn't resonate in a way. It didn't have enough texture to it. And so you had us kind of open that back up again. So that was kind of an unexpected is because we felt like we knew we had, we just knew a lot on the topic and we had, we knew how to talk about it. But when it came to the funnel, it's like, there were just some unexpected ways that we got really clear around our message mm-hmm. um, and the different types of clients, like how to look at them differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And so I really encourage everyone. I mean, if they want to come check you out, where's the best place or places for them to come find you online? Yeah, we are, we are everywhere. We, uh, probably the best place would be um, our website, which is um, sheleadsacademy.com. We're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest. You can find us everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're out there spreading the word. We are. Yes. And um, is your quiz right on your homepage for them to find? It is, yeah. Great. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your journey and just the work that you're doing. I know that you're going to really make a difference for so many ambitious, successful women. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. So what about you? Do you have a deep desire to create a marketing funnel that feels connected and personalized for your audience? What other concerns do you have about creating a marketing funnel system for your business? I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on social media or just email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. I love to hear from listeners just like you so that together we can create a podcast that is valuable, helpful, and gets you on the road to the marketing insights you want and need to grow your business. And as you are listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these same insights about creating their first marketing funnel? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and just share this episode with them? It's super easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening in, or you can just share the URL for today's show, which you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 80, and your friend can listen right there on the computer. And finally, Do you want to know which marketing funnel can help you grow your business? Then jump on over to michellelevans.com forward slash quiz to find out. The quiz is fast and easy. And not only will I tell you which marketing funnel is best for your business, I'll also give you video training and examples to get started. All right. I hope that you have an absolutely amazing week and I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on another great episode of The Marketing Funnel Show. See you then.